welcome to the odd and offbeat podcast Hey, eyeballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-salacious Louis Fox. That's right. I'm, I'm, I got more scandals than the Kennedy family. Yeah, man. You are like a walking National Enquirer, dude. <laughs> I know everything. You're like the New York Post. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like the, more like the Weekly World News. And it, you know what bothers me is that you got here probably two hours ago, and we just started recording, and you've been on the phone the whole time trying to sell your house, man. <laughs> yeah, it's... I'm, making deals it's, I'm, it's so annoying i'm up in the price i phoned in a fake deal to myself That's yeah how. i love it man you were like on the phone and uh you know i forgot my laptop so i'm just sitting here staring <laughs> at a wall watching paint dry while you're making hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> well, i'm selling a home <laughs> the the offer i put in myself to myself was a low ball offer oh too. you did Cause, right Cause if, if i buy the house for less you the- want to get the ball rolling yeah you want to you you want you want to put fear into potential buyers like there's already an offer on the table for seven dollars thirteen dollars <laughs> how do we beat that <laughs> now we're in Seattle together in the same room right now yeah so how is how is your trip to the Great Northwest. I live in the Great Northwest. What are you talking about? I have not left it. I think Eugene's its own place. <laughs> it's its own bubble. It is. It is like a little bit of a Wizard of Oz sort of yeah. place. I know. It's good, man. Uh, we had some vegan food last night. Oh, yeah. You night. went to your favorite place, Plum. Yeah. And, and then uh, you were eating that all of Erica's food all night. Yes, it's true. <laughs> we were, we were, uh, we had a little get together here last night and, uh, I was just eating all the leftovers and I got yelled at by Erica because she wanted to have some. And like every 13 seconds, Matt would walk back in the room with a different tray of leftovers. <laughs> I was hungry. It's hard to find amazing vegan food. How much did you guys order? Dude, we went, we went all out. We bought multiple entrees, multiple appetizers, multiple desserts, it was great, man. You just handed them the menu back and said, I'll take it. It will take all of it. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could roll like that. Uh, but yeah, that was probably, you know, we've talked about this in the past. The best vegan Reuben sandwich mm-hmm. in Eugene. I think it's better in Seattle. Uh, I think uh, I think they've won out. Is Plum where we went for your birthday that one year? Yes, where we had okay. the, the tofu fried chicken. Yeah. <sighs> so good, man. I was just in Vegas and I went to a vegan place and it had, I ordered, it was a waffle Bacon, f- fake bacon, uh-huh. uh, bacon, yeah, bacon, tofu fried chicken, okay, waffle on mashed potatoes, and then two pieces of asparagus on top. Oh, that's, that's the garnish. Yeah, it was just like now is is the vegetarian version like you know how they give us the parsley that no one eats? Yeah, do it for the vegetarian version. They just put like a little piece of meat on the <laughs> yeah, side, yeah, to pretty throw much, away. just a little slice of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good, man. What have you been up to, man, besides from making tons of money? Yeah, just selling the house. I've been uh, in building props for other people. Mm. I had a guy send me a prop, and he's like, this doesn't work. You know what's wrong with it? They have to turn it off. Batteries. Dead batteries. Dead, ah. I tried. Man, it's so annoying. <laughs> he paid me a diagnostic fee. That's great. So I was like, all right. And a battery changing fee. Oh, yeah. So he's like, <laughs> dude, dude's like, I put fresh batteries in. The batteries expired on the little expiration end of the battery. 2013. Oh, my God. Like, so that means these batteries were made 20 years ago. Yeah. Well, 2013 is not 20 years ago. No, but they were made. Oh, they gotcha. Expired. They expired. So they take 10 years to expire. Yeah. Oh, interesting. 
So he's been holding on to him. He's got a drawer of batteries that he thinks are good. <laughs> These are fresh out of the package. Did you send him a battery tester also? I hope that is in your diagnostic fee. No. Nope, definitely not. Louie, come on, man. You got to up your business game here. <laughs> yeah, that, all profit, I'm losing. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's true. <laughs> These battery testers are taken away from my bottom my bottom line. How am I, how am I going to afford diapers? <laughs> These battery testers, they're taking all my work. Exactly. They're coming over here. <laughs> Illegally <laughs> getting over here They're in a coming container. from China, <laughs> taking the white man's job. <laughs> All right, Louis, let's get some stories. Let's do it. Let's get to some weird news. This story comes from the APnews.com. That's a news source more reliable than using your cell phone as toilet paper. You don't think that'd work? The old new wipe app. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when every time I'd use it, my butt is still dirty. But there's nothing left on my phone. <laughs> uh, what is the weirdest thing you ever had to use for toilet paper, Louie? Oh, geez. Probably like a back in the day, like maybe a magazine I found in the stall. Yeah. I had to use a mask when I was in the Galapagos. I went into a stall and they didn't have toilet paper and I had my mask. And so I was like, all right, well, this is my only option. Yeah. I used my mask and then I walked outside and then the toilet paper was like on the wall. With a giant sign that says, please take this before you go in. (laughs) I used a cardboard roll. I've used that quite a few times. That's got a nice uh, scooping power. Yeah, I've used a sock before that I was wearing. I think I've used a sock before. Yeah. And then I think I've used like a leaf, like when you have like that roadside emergency. Oh, well, when I was in drug, one of the drug rehabs I went to when I was a kid was uh, a wilderness program. And so we used sticks and rocks and leaves. So that was (laughs) that was a regular. That was a regular. I'm I'm fine with that. Here you're looking for rocks like, oh, that one's a good skipping Uh, rock. Oh, yeah. Got a nice little scoop. It's like the seashells in Demolition Man. All right, so this story says, woman rescued after falling in toilet trying to get phone. I hope this is like the new extreme version of the claw game where she's just put a quarter into the outhouse and the claw's going down to, she's like, oh, dang, I just got a teddy bear. (laughs) That would be a pretty disgusting claw game, but uh, (laughs) yeah, they should, I think they should have this. I mean, I feel like this is a regular occurrence uh, that people drop their phone into toilets when they're going to the bathroom they should at least have those like you know garbage picker upper claws you know or like some sort of safety net yeah yeah there you go a mesh (laughs) a woman who accidentally dropped her cell phone into the hole of an outhouse in a national forest and fell in while trying to retrieve it had to be rescued by firefighters in washington state so one of the things we do when we vet these stories is we go through like that's the the first description there's too many details it sounds like it would be fake But um, the AP stands for absolutely positive. It happened. (laughs) Brennan Fire Department Chief Tim Manley said the woman who was at the top of Mount... the best name for a firefighter. (laughs) (laughs) The woman was at the top of Mount Walker in the Olympic National Forest northwest of Seattle, had been using her phone when it fell into the toilet on Tuesday, the Kitsap Sun reported. She wasn't up there enjoying the scenery like you're supposed to. Like I've been doing this thing where I try and use my phone a lot less. So I think if I was in the up in the national forest, I don't think I'd be, you know, texting up while I poop. I don't know, though. I mean, it seems to be I don't even remember what we did before we had phones when we went to the bathroom. Right. You read, like, the, you read, the, you read that newspaper you found in the toilet. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing is like that. You, you just like sort of scroll through apps or Instagram or text, whatever. It's like that's where I do most of my business at this point in my life. Yeah, no, I'm like, dude, I got. <laughs> I had a nice solid boot and book four gigs. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? She probably went on a two hour hike. She had to go to the bathroom and then she's like, oh, let me check my phone. See what's going on since I'm, you know, downtime and then job. Yeah. She's like, I'm downloading a log and uploading some selfies. Manly said she had disassembled the toilet seat and used dog leashes to try and get the phone and eventually used the leashes to tie herself off as she reached for it. That effort failed and she fell into the toilet head first. That's you just call it a day at that point. You're like, it's been a good run on this planet. <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, especially like it sounds like it's one of those toilets where it's just like a big hole in the ground. Yeah. Right. And so it's like you don't know how. Well, obviously, she saw how deep it was if she was like, you know, trying to fish it out. But she fit in and couldn't get out. So unless she yeah. was a little person, it's got to be 10 feet deep. Yeah, exactly. And then the amount of waste that would be down there, I would just be like, you know what? Whatever, man. Well, like, and they don't p- pump those. That's like she's like in vintage poop. Yeah, right. That's the thing is they usually just throw dirt on it and then move the outhouse, I think. Yeah. Is how they but how they go about it. Where did she get the dog leash? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> Where are the dogs? Where's the dog? Send the dog down. Hey, hey, Lassie, did Martha <laughs> fall in an outhouse? One bark if she Martha's dying in the house. Two barks if it's just her cell phone. <laughs> so if you dropped your phone. Now, we don't have the fanciest iPhones. We have like the $400 iPhone SE. Yeah, we got the cheap ones. Yeah. I'd probably just walk away. Yeah, man. If I was trying to make a lasso out of a, I'd probably take a stick and bury it in the muck, and that'd be my form of um, just clearing it. Be like, no one's gonna touch us ever again. Yeah, it was like, what does Apple Care should cover shit? (laughs) They'll be like, they'll be like, did you take a picture of it so we can verify? I'm like, no, (laughs) my phone was in the toilet. I like how she had the tools to dis. She like went full MacGyver. She managed to disassemble the toilet. She managed to make some sort of lasso thing out of multiple dog leashes make try and make a safety harness but you couldn't take two sticks like chopsticks and pull it out yeah it must have been deep man i don't know some deep shit (laughs) i think that's why we have the cheap cell phones is for that reason is that it's like if we drop it in something water or or you know on the ground it's not a huge loss right whereas like some of these phones are like sixteen hundred dollars two thousand dollars you feel like your life is on it almost i would imagine yeah the only thing i own that costs more than two thousand dollars has airbags and a seatbelt. Well, like Erica, we were in Maine uh, last year for a show and she dropped her phone in the ocean in Maine and she was going to leave it, but her phone is attached to all her credit cards, like all her credit cards and license and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, I got to go in. So she just jumped in this ice cold water and dove down and found her phone. I'm like, you are a badass woman. That's crazy because you can just remotely wipe your phone. Yeah, but she needed the the credit cards and the ID. That was the main thing because we had, were flying. Oh, she has like, like she has like the wallet case. Is that yeah, what you're saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was just talking to a guy who I was leaving a gig last night, and he's like, "You got everything?" I'm like, "I got my wallet, and my phone." He goes, "You got to get them all in once." I'm like, "No, because if you lose that, you're screwed." Yeah, exactly. The woman was alone and tried to get out for 10 to 15 minutes, reunited with her phone. She called 911. Manly said, "I can't imagine." So she's falling in the poop. She's trying to get out. What if you just like push the phone to the bottom of the poop? Are you just, I guess all you got is time at that point, right? Well, I mean, I, I think 10 to 15 minutes is a bit short. Like, I think I would try and avoid that humiliation for as long as possible. That's, yeah. 
Responding firefighters passed her blocks to stand on to reach a harness, which they used to pull her out of the vault, the Britain Fire Department said. I like how the firemen are like, I could reach down and grab your hands, or we can just hand you some blocks. All right, listen, here's a here's a contamination suit. We need you to put this on before we touch you. Yeah. She was washed down and strongly encouraged to seek medical attention after being exposed to human waste, but she only wanted to leave, the department said. I've been doing this for 40 years, and that was my first, Manly said. Which kind of surprises me. I'm surprised more people don't fall into outhouses. Because, like, when you go to the Grand Canyon, you see the, all the, the footprints of, like, I'm assuming it's, like, the Asian tourists who, who use, like, the outhouse like a squat toilet. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, how many of them actually accidentally fall in. I don't know, man. I mean, it seems like this has to be a pretty deliberate thing, right? You have to be – it has to be, like, a pretty, like <laughs> – perfect drop yeah wait, wait a minute. to get uh, your shoulders uh, you know through the seat man this is the modern birth canal yeah it's not like it's not like it's just this giant hole yeah it's true that yeah it's crazy that she even fit in it yeah i don't know we you know we did a story a couple weeks ago about a man getting killed in an outhouse that was kind of wild so i don't know what i, I think i just let it go at that point i mean we do also have the cheaper cell phones so yeah I would love it if it was, like, just a flip phone. <laughs> it was the jazzy. It was just, like, a su- super old phone. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure I would go in after <laughs> it. It was a super old phone. She's like, oh, wait, this thing had a cord on it the whole time. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Louie? I mean, I'm glad she's reunited with her phone. I'm glad the phone's okay. Yes. No one's talking about the emotional damage that the phone took. <laughs> that, that iPhone can't FaceTime its friends anymore. <laughs> Never again. All right. I like it. Yep. News story part the. This story comes from WFLA.com. That's a news source more reliable than a vegan Easter bunny. Well, why can't it, all, all bunnies are vegan, dude? You're making the bunny work. What do you, you mean? are enslaving that bunny to give out chocolates and eggs to other kids. The Easter bunny willingly goes around and hands out these items to children. Am I correct? More reliable than a vegan hiring the Easter bunny for their kids' bar mitzvah. More reliable than a vegan coffee shop upcharging for alternative milk. How about that? So I was just out of town. I was telling Matt that I went to the vegan coffee shop. And the only thing that wasn't vegan on their menu was like cream for your coffee. Yeah, super messed up. And then they charge a dollar for alternative milk. And then they upcharge you also for a steak. (laughs) They they downcharge you for a steak. (laughs) This happens to be about the Easter Bunny, Louie. And it goes, parent dressed as Easter Bunny handed out condoms at elementary school, district says. You know what? I hope this was like the menu at that vegan restaurant and and parent would be in quote. And it was just like some rando from town. Yeah, right. (laughs) We like we have not confirmed that this bunny has any (laughs) no ties to the community at all. (laughs) In all honesty, like I think. What better animal to be a spokesperson for sex education than a bunny that just humps all day and then has a million babies? Humps all day, eats grass, and gives out chocolates to the kids. (laughs) 
The Austin Independent School District is reevaluating safety protocols after a parent dressed up as the Easter Bunny was reportedly handing out Easter eggs on the Gullet Elementary School campus. I think the Austin Independent School District needs to reevaluate their religion and schools policy before the safety. Why is that? Because the Easter Bunny is a religious figure. No, it's not. It has nothing to do with it. Yeah. The Easter Bunny? Yeah. So, wait. So, what? Tell me the religion that it's associated with Christianity and Easter. <laughs> okay. So, you're saying that the Easter Bunny symbolizes the resurrection of Christ? Is that what's happening? He's got Easter in his name. <laughs> well, it says that in the Bible that on the day that Jesus, Jesus was crucified, the Jews <laughs> walked around and handed out little chocolates. <laughs> Everybody. It actually says, if you read the pre-King James version, the actual one written in its original language, it says, uh, bunnies hopped around and gave out condoms. Uh, I, I like how they say we need to reevaluate our safety protocols. And, and like they're like, we forgot to add bunnies. It says, we got no. no dark trench coats, no men in masks, but no men without pants. Bunny costumes are we, we totally skipped over that. Some of the eggs contain candy, but others contained unopened condoms, according to a letter sent to gullet families. Well, I don't see what the problem is if they're unopened. Well, I mean, you're handing out condoms to kindergartners. But I don't think there's any um, legal restriction. It's not like giving out cigarettes. Yeah, or sex toys. I guess sex toys is probably legal to hand out also. You just can't buy them, but you can give them away. <laughs> Do you have to be over 18 to buy a sex toy? I, I think you have to be over 18 to go into the sex shop to buy them. Oh, gotcha. The parent was asked to leave, but then moved to a public sidewalk and continued to give away eggs. The district told KXAN. I like how he's like, I found your loophole, and I'm hopping right through it. Well, I love that this person is so devoted to their cause that they're like, you know what? Screw you. I'm going to the sidewalk. The sidewalk belongs to everybody. That's hardcore. We're working to review our safety protocols to ensure this does not happen again, said an AISD spokesperson. It was an incredibly careless and inappropriate action of a parent. Do you know what's the incredibly careless and inappropriate action is like when the track coach diddles kids? Like, focus on that. Yeah, yeah. And there's always a track coach dealing kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, there, there was one at, at Ella's school that was like you would hire the track girls to um, move furniture, but they had to wear like their short track shorts. Well, I mean, when you were helping a track coach move, you have to dress for the occasion, right? I cannot blame <laughs> yes. it. Like, what's the dress code? <laughs> <laughs> Short uh, but if there's anything that we've learned from past episodes in Ella's high school is that no, we should not be surprised at any inappropriate behavior that happens there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so Ella just did her senior picture with all the kids on the field uh -huh. and they gave them like a lecture about not not they couldn't have their hands visible because they had to, they went over their Photoshop budget and editing out middle fingers last year. That's awesome. All right. In a letter to parents, Gola Elementary School principal Tammy Thompson said the event was not planned nor sanctioned by the school. The letter said officials spoke with the parent about the inappropriate nature of their activity. I like how they're like the event. It was one dude in an Easter Bunny costume. That's hardly an event. Yeah. Currently, the youngest students in Austin ISD 
aren't even learning anything related to human sexuality and responsibility. K2 lessons are on hold as the district works to revise lessons based on recent legislation. Austin ISD is in the process of updating its human sexuality and responsibility curriculum as a whole. The district's that's W H O L E versus H O L E. <laughs> the district's program provides information and skill development for students in kindergarten through grade 12. Instruction is given annually in November and December for elementary and middle school students. All right. So <laughs> they're going to add a guy in an Easter bunny costume to the curriculum. They're like, that's a good idea. I When did you learn sex ed? Like in, formally in school? Was yeah. it like fourth or sixth grade? Something like that? Where you I swear there? I learned it earlier. Like, yeah, like third or fourth grade. I feel like we were sort of got an introduction to it. <laughs> you know, you, just hey, above the pants sort of stuff. Hey, hey, little Matt, what are you doing in school today? Well, I've got lunch. I've got over the pants sex ed. And I've got pottery. <laughs> we learned blowing into the ear. <laughs> <laughs> and into the, into the anus. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, it is a little inappropriate. First of all, it's, if you're handing out condoms, you should not be dressed as a bunny or any sort of, like, you know, costumed character. I don't you, think, you know, you're allowed to be Trojan man and Magnum PI. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, or the Grim Reaper, maybe. <laughs> That's a little creepy, first of all. And then second, like, you know, you should just be handing out condoms. It shouldn't, like, under the allure of getting candy. Like, if I go trick-or-treating and I open up my bag and it's, like, condoms and, you know, newspaper articles about, you know, the Great War. It's like, <laughs> like this is, I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm five. So I'm trying to figure out, okay, so you're the five-year-old walking home with his two other five-year-old buddies. And you get the egg. Your friend gets Skittles. Your other friend gets some sweet Reese's Pieces. You get the condom. Are you excited or not? And are you dumb enough to try and eat it? Yeah. Is this, is this one of those edible condoms? I love that. I let the Easter Bunny not give out edible condoms. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, hopefully the, the, this person gets a stern talking to. <laughs> from, from the the Texas Board of Education. <laughs> They're like, here's what is acceptable. You can show up open carrying a rifle and give out bullets to the kids. That's okay. Right. All right. Well, I like it. Yep. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. Where can the fine people see Louis Fox this week? This week, from the 29th through May 1st, you can check me out performing at the Santa Maria Strawberry Festival, where I will be staying in a delightful tiny home. Sweet. Yes. That's least, awesome. That's what the Airbnb listing says. Where, where is that at exactly? Santa Maria. I think it's LA area. Oh, okay. Yep. Where can they catch you? I am going to be performing on the Disney Wonder from Vancouver to Hawaii. Ooh. So all days at sea, man. And uh, I'll be on that. All, all days of semen? Oh, yeah. you just said. <laughs> all days of sea. I need to make sure I put a pause in between that. Sea <laughs> <C> man. 
Uh, yeah, so all I'm going to be all days at sea and uh, going to be doing some shows. So uh, if you want to hang out on the open Pacific Ocean, row in. Yeah, why not? Meet up. Yeah, let's meet up mid ocean. <laughs> well, I'll send you some coordinates and uh, we'll meet up there. Yeah, and we'll, you... I'll try and convince the captain to pull over and uh, let they, you on. Do they still do the fireworks? Is that back yet? Uh, I think, yeah. When I was on in December, they had fireworks. Okay, because I know that they had, to, for COVID reasons, to keep people from, like, congregating. Number one cause of COVID. Fireworks. fireworks. <laughs> oh, in the open ocean. <laughs> open ocean, Chinese sky candy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, man. Uh, yeah, and then we're going to I'm we're going to Kauai, and uh, I'm getting off in Kauai, and Erica's meeting me out there. We're mm. going to hang out in Kauai. Nice, swim with some turtles. Yeah, yeah. Go to bed at 5 o'clock, because apparently, like, Kauai closes at 5 o'clock. <laughs> So <laughs> that's where it's, it's going to be great, man. So, uh, folks, if you want to support our Patreon, you can do so by going to our website and clicking on the Patreon link. And that takes you to Patreon where you can donate a couple bucks and you get an extra episode, get some cool stuff from you the road. Postcards in the mail for, I think, the uh, $83 tier. Matt will send you the ocean coordinates. Yes, I will. <laughs> For a $200 tour, we'll let you drive the boat. It would be amazing. <laughs> uh, but other than that, folks, we want to thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Stay weird.